0: Have you ever wondered what it's like for someone to move to another country where there's a foreign culture and a foreign language?
1: You have to set up life and you're doing it in a totally foreign place. You've got no concept of what you should do, what you shouldn't do, where to go for help and you don't have the language to be able to to actually do that.
0: I wonder what it's like for people coming to Australia. How do they feel welcome? I'm Jo Chamberlain and you're listening to Messages of Hope. first-hand experience of what it's like to be strangers in a foreign country. They were missionaries in Turkey for four years and during that time they experienced the joys and the challenges of learning a new language, getting to know the local people and dealing with cultural and religious differences. Today on Messages of Hope, they share how being strangers taught them how to give hope and to be welcoming to those coming to Australia. So Liam and Sarah, you're telling us a bit about moving from Australia to Turkey. What was it like when you first arrived overseas?
1: There was a mixture of emotions. I guess initially, there's a lot of excitement when you first arrive because you have prepared over multiple years and you're finally there in country and you know, there's so many new foods to try. Things are just different. And then also overwhelming because you've just got, you have to set up life and you're doing it in a totally foreign place. We arrived with our seven-month-old baby and then had two other children over there. So there, there was an aspect that's been very difficult because you, you know, your family's missing out on seeing your children grow up. You don't have that typical support that you often receive from family when they're close by. So that was hard.
0: So having um, children over there, young children, and that concept of like not even being able to have
2: your, your family nearby, what was mm. that like for you? I think we felt guilty in the sense that we'd gone and taken my family's first grandchild overseas. That was really hard. And it was also difficult just not having them around for support. What was it like for them? Did they express how they felt about you being away? One of my family members said they were quite angry, um, which is a fair enough emotion. And they saw it as us choosing others over them. But yeah, other members of our family were really supportive of that too. So it was kind of mixed responses.
1: The hardest part was just the simple things were very difficult. So when you wanted to go do something which you knew how to do in your home country, it just seemed to take five times the amount of time and was very difficult just to complete. You know, just walking into shops and just feeling like a baby because you can't talk, you got no concept of what you should do, what you shouldn't do, where to go for help, and you don't have the language to be able to to actually do that. So it was very overwhelming. You are just sort of feeling very helpless and hopeless at the start.
0: You're listening to Messages of Hope. Be inspired and encouraged by following Messages of Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Or you can visit us at messagesofhope.org.au. That's messagesofhope.org.au. Sarah and Liam moved overseas to Turkey with their seven-month-old baby and discovered that in another culture where you don't speak the language very well even the simple everyday activities are difficult and tiring it can leave you feeling overwhelmed and hopeless but Sarah and Liam's big change of life had a purpose they felt called to become missionaries so Sarah and Liam I'd like to know what inspired you to become missionaries in another country?
1: It was just after the Syrian war started and so there's lots of refugees going into Turkey and we just felt we could use our skills there to, to help both refugees and also the local church. As we prayed about it, God sort of just opened up doors, led us to people that knew about Turkey or had been to Turkey, and so we kept hearing Turkey and we figured it must be a God thing. We're meant mm-hmm. to go there. So the organization we went with they had like a real focus on transformation of communities. And that happens as people encounter God. So whether it's a welfare aspect or whether it's a faith aspect, ultimately people can receive you know, what they need through a relationship with God. And so we went there to offer practical help if we could, but we also knew that you know, God is also interested in people's lives in a personal, real way.
0: So you're not only sharing the love of God, but you're actually being the love of God,
2: aren't you, in that instance? Yeah, yeah, and just building on relationships and deeply caring for people with no other agenda other than just having conversations and being a friend.
1: The country we're in, missionaries are considered like a threat to national security, and so it's a real big negative connotation within the society there. And so we would even, you know, not even have that term associated with us. And so in that country, you basically, your presence there is to just be present amongst the community, build relationships with people, and then as they get trust you and to know you, they start to ask questions, you know, why are you here? What what do you believe in? And that gives the opportunity to share about our faith and um, the hope we have in God.
2: We didn't know any of the language, so it took a long time to just actually be able to have everyday conversations Mm. with people. In Australia, a lot of topics like money, politics, religion are generally things you wouldn't discuss with somebody when you first meet them. But in Turkey, it's all on the table, so you can get quite interesting conversations right off the bat. And I think that also comes in a natural flow of a friendship is that often it begins with a connection and then forming a deeper connection as time goes on and then that, that can lead to conversations of faith. Uh, we found that also, which is the same in Australia, lots of people take so long to trust you. Some people think missionaries go in and they hand out Bibles and they go about doing all of that, but rather it was holistic ministry. So it was our whole lives So our witness to Jesus was through everything in what we did, which was just being a mum at home, going to an office, learning the language, being at the park, all of those things. And through that, then natural connections form and then there's natural opportunities to share. You're listening to Messages of Hope.
0: After living in a foreign nation with a very different culture for four and a half years, Sarah and Liam returned to Australia with a new perspective on being welcoming and living in a multicultural community.
1: We came back with that appreciation of how difficult it would be for migrants, refugees in Australia. Just the amount of effort it took for us to set up life in another country, understand the language, understand the culture, Like for us, that was just a huge challenge. And so we suddenly had a lot of compassion for the people around us that had come from other countries and knowing the challenges that they faced were the exact ones we had just experienced in Turkey. And the other thing we noticed coming back was just how multicultural, even within the four and a half years overseas, Australia seemed to have come, especially in Adelaide and the North where we were sort of had family and church. Knowing there's a lot more people from different countries around us, we sort of our eyes lit up and going, oh, all these people that probably need the same sort of help that we needed when we were overseas.
2: There's a lot of Muslim women come to Playgroup. It's a very multicultural Playgroup. And there was a lady there who was wearing a niqab which covers the majority of her face. She was sitting by herself, so I went over and talked to her. So I chatted to her a bit about her family and things that day at Playgroup. And then a couple of weeks later, I saw her at the library and so I went up to her and said, oh, hey, you know, I met you at playgroup the other day. She said, oh, oh, yes, I remember you. And we started having a chat in the in the library. And only like a couple of minutes into the conversation, she said, I've never met an Australian who's really wanted to talk to me, uh-huh. you know, and somebody who's been interested. And she's like, I've been here for eight years. And and she said, nobody's really taken an interest in talking to me a lot. And, and I said, why do you think this is? And she said, it's probably because of the way I dress. So I think if we can... If we can look past whatever clothes someone is wearing, whether that's a hijab or however, whatever they're wearing, if, even if it might, might be on the other scale and be not very much, just being somebody that they can talk to and actually showing a genuine interest in their life is really something great that we can offer them. I think it takes a lot of energy. It's a lot easier to spend time with people who are exactly the same as us. So, people who may work in similar jobs, have the same sort of family background, uh, same culture, same religion, like it. It's very easy, it means our conversations are easy, we understand each other, we know what's expected when we go to each other's houses. But when you're entering into a relationship that is cross-cultural, I don't understand sometimes what I'm meant to be doing at someone's house and they probably don't understand what they're meant to be doing at my house. It is more challenging in trying to understand each other. I find that it takes more effort on my part to continue to pursue people and to follow up in friendship. Also because people in more community-based cultures or family-dominant cultures they have a lot going on with their family, so they don't have much time for friends. So you kind of have to be that friend who keeps calling on them or saying, hey, would you like to catch up? And they totally want to. It's just that they may not have the time. So being patient and yeah, choosing to spend time with people of other cultural backgrounds uh, instead of our own all the time mm. means that it does take more effort. Yeah. But the blessings that come through that are phenomenal.
0: You're listening to Messages of Hope. Be inspired and encouraged by following Messages of Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Or you can visit us at messagesofhope.org.au. That's messagesofhope.org.au. something we should consider when reaching out to people of other cultures and backgrounds.
1: It's a good start just developing connections in the community, like going to shops where these people shop, going to parks, and just maybe even just learning how to say hello in a different language, and they will just appreciate I can't tell you the amount of times I've just said one word in a different language and seen a shopkeeper's face light up just because I use their own language. So little things like that make people feel welcome, like that you're not there to judge them. You just have to put yourself in their shoes, understand what would it would be like for you to uproot your whole family and go to another country where you can't even speak the language, like how stressful that would be for any Australian family. Then you start to develop that, that compassion and empathy and just going, oh, geez, it must be really tough for them to, right now to just be doing life here in Australia.
2: And being that person that people can ring and go, oh, I know an Australian who I can call up and ask them questions about documents yeah i'll often get phone calls about you know oh what do i think of this or how, how would i recommend or you know do i have any hospital phone numbers or so a doctor that they can call in the area or what should they do about this or what medicine should they take because they're struggling to read the box so you know having somebody who's a local is a nice connection for them have you noticed any particular blessings that you've encountered anything that you can note that was eye-opening for you life becomes so much more vibrant and interesting. And I think as well, one thing that really changes is your outlook on life living in Australia when you are constantly meeting friends who've come from a war zone. For us, one of the biggest blessings is just that the happiness that you feel when you are helping someone and how much satisfaction that can give you in life when you when you can help someone. And it's not hard. You know, it's very simple things like just actually saying hello to someone or engaging in a conversation, no matter how awkward it is. By welcoming a stranger, you're giving them that hope for the future, aren't you? Yeah. And giving them some hope that Australia will be a welcoming place for them, even if they may not feel it right at that moment. But connecting them with maybe the services, or I often have some flyers in my handbag, or write down details for anyone I meet in the supermarket or wherever I am of play groups that I attend, just to try and get people out of the home to play groups, get mums out of the home with their kids so that they can engage and be part of the community. For somebody listening to this story who
0: may be new to Australia, how would you encourage them to
2: engage in their community? I think get get along to the community centre, go to the public libraries. I know. Where we are, a lot of the libraries are hubs of activities. They've got story times. Just go to these free activities that are offered and then try and meet people through there.
0: I'm Jo Chamberlain and you've been listening to Messages of Hope. You can watch videos, listen to podcasts and read free booklets on this topic and many other challenges we face in life to discover that there is hope at messagesofhope.org.au. Go to messagesofhope.org.au to be inspired and encouraged. And you can also subscribe for free to this weekly program at messagesofhope.org.au. Or for a free booklet, call 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353 350. Thank you for listening to Messages of Hope.